The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to a brand new episode. Name of this episode is Back Crack. Yeah, you'll find out why, and you won't be happy about it. Uh, that's coming up. Fine episode, by the way. Um, we we uh, we cover uh, well quite a bit of stuff. It's kind of all over the place. I won't lie to you, but uh, we had a good time, and we hope you enjoy it. Joining us on this episode, uh, since uh, Jimmy and Jay are out, uh, we invited our old friend uh, DC Comics artist Chad Harden to uh, stop by. He's got a he's got a project he wants to tell you about. And uh, he'll tell you about it coming up. Uh, he's a famous DC artist. He's he's changed the. I mean, he's he's the guy essentially responsible for the look of Harley Quinn that you know and love right now. I mean, he's also been working on some Justice League books and other stuff. But his Harley Quinn stuff is what everybody talks about. And he's a great guy. That's the that's the other good part. Oh, and our friend Kari joins us as well. She's a little late, but she gets here. Uh, let's get to the episode. Back crack. Brought to you by our uh, good. And fine sponsors, of course. Uh, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection opens seven days a week. Hold service is free. With that, you get a 10% discount on your purchases of $20 or more. And the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South. I'll see you next Wednesday at Dr. Volt's. Uh, also, Cabin Fever, your go-to shop for tin signs, lunch boxes, coffee table books, retro candy, playing cards, gift wrap, and more. Located in the heart of Trolley Square in downtown Salt Lake. 500 South, 700 East, it's Cabin Fever, so much more than a New Year's card store. The Twin Sons Cafe, Chef Daniel has uh, started a GoFundMe campaign for the cafe to generate some uh, working capital. He needs a beer and wine license, that kind of thing. So go to GoFundMe.com and search Twin Sons, S-U-N-S, Cafe, and it'll pop right up. Black Velvet Boutique, of course, at 595 South State Street in Clearfield or BlackVelvetBoutique.com. They're open seven days a week. Our favorite locally owned sexual wellness resources move to their new location. And go check out their beautiful new Black Velvet Boutique at 595 South State in Clearfield. And mention uh, Radio from Hell for some special discounts. Also, Haster Games, they not only carry the best selection of all the latest board games and magic products, they will buy your pre-owned board games and magic products as well. 6831 South State, open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday, noon to 5 on Sunday. It's a great place to stay and play. And of course, Ivy at Booze Teak. You're going to love the geek barware. You can get Star Wars, Star Trek drink can cozies, Han and Leah teacups that say, I love you, I know, and Funko Pops. Uh, Ivy has discovered the Funko Pops and she's enjoying them. Open 11 ish to 7 at 315 East Broadway. And if you say uh, Geek Show says, hey, you get 15% off of your purchase at Booze Teak. All right, let's get to this episode. It's a fun one. Back crack. We'll have a message or two and get right to it. Please to enjoy. If you didn't get what you wanted for Christmas, Dr. Volts has got what you need. Go in and get exactly what you want. By Crom, Conan the Barbarian returns to Marvel this month with all new stories from the Age of Sword and Sorcery. The newest issue of The Gull is on Kickstarter now. Cheer as he defeats the robot menace. Laugh as he contends with the irksome squirrel. And cry as he eats hot dogs out of the trash. The new issue of The Gull, live on Kickstarter now. Open seven days a week. The hold service is free. With that, you get a 10% discount on your purchases of $20 or more. And the previews catalog for free. 20 43 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. 
Booz Teak can step up your gift-giving game. You'll love the geek barware. Get Star Wars or Star Trek drink can cozies, Han and Leah teacups that say, I love you, I know, and more. Plus Funko Pops, including Ivy's favorite, Death from the Sandman comic, and Funko Bob Ross as Deadpool, and even more geekware. Don't forget accessories for wine and cocktails to entertain and celebrate. Gift cards are available as well. Located at 315 East Broadway, they got free parking at Booze Teak. Get 15% off when you say, Geek Show says hey. Geek Show, Geek Show, Geek Show! And welcome back to the basement. Fuck yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's what he's talking about. He's the producer and designated driver of the program. He is Quad T. The fastest intro to the intros yeah. of just, all time. We're diving in, baby. <laughs> well done. We are diving in. Holy uh, Check me out on Twitter, at Quad T Tony, or every week here on The Geek Show, or every other week on The Gadget Spot. That's all my stuffs. So proud of him. Thanks. He's so proud of Tony. I, uh, that was a setup. He's, he's Lee George Cade. Thank yeah, how you doing? Know Wait, so you're not proud of me? I am so proud of you. Oh, okay. I'm very proud of you. I, uh, as if as if you were one of my many adopted children. I mean, Aww. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of James. You guys are both just, you're doing great. So that makes me super, super happy to, to know that you're doing my heart, so very well. It's swelling. That could be a problem. You should get that looked at. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, for your support. Uh, since I became a contributing writer at Bleeding Cool, uh, your shares, clicks, likes, retweets, all that stuff, that, that helps uh, a ton as I, as I work my way up the semi-corporate online writing world. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's been pretty neat. I've been brought on to cover comics now. Uh, oh, God. Got to, got to do some of the new DC releases uh, with uh, Young Justice, uh, which I actually had a lot of fun with. And, of course, the regular contributing reviewer for Gotham and Masked Singer. <laughs> and Masked Singer? You're doing Masked Singer now? I'm, I'm like, I thought that was just in our little Facebook Oh, no, 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 thing. no. I, there's, this there's is a for real? really cool lady named Tiffany who lives, mm. uh, lives in uh, San Francisco. She's reviewing it, and they were like, hey, can you, can you, uh, you know, help, help with this article a little bit? And we ended up having a lot of fun with it because I think the show's stupid as hell. Yeah. Because it's stupid as hell. Because it is. But, um, <laughs> but I, I watch it. <laughs> I have a drinking game. It doesn't stop many and, people. And the drinking game is every time Jenny McCarthy says something stupid, just have a drink, right? Oh, you're going to have alcohol poisoning. <laughs> oh, no, you'll be dead by the first <laughs> yeah. commercial break. That's right. But it's it's pretty awesome. Uh, aside from that, I am the painter in residence at Shiv Games, which is uh, pretty cool. Although I do have to say I, I have actually had a setback from the government shutdown. Really? What? What? One of my regular clients works for the IRS. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Man. Well, I'm sure they're still working. <laughs> yeah, they're still working, but they're not making money. Yeah. So uh, they're not getting paid. They're not getting paid for that work. But all right. So uh, bring back the government. So well, well, then I can't. I got to help carry up. Okay. I can't fill my ass. <laughs> he can't feel his ass. Hey. Okay. Well done. <laughs> He's Shannon Barnson. <laughs> I can't feel my ass. Um. That, is that good or bad? Well. <laughs> it depends on the day. Yeah, I think today it's a good. It's a good. Okay. It's a gooder. Can I feel? It? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone check if they can feel Shannon's ass. Oh. If you can find it, man. I don't, uh, you got Hank Hill syndrome. Yeah. Have you ever seen? No. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All my the it's genetic like, material from my ass went to my balls. It's like a cabbage. It's like a. <laughs> It's like a Cabbage Patch doll. The things they don't warn you about. <laughs> Just a line as you age. I'm, 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 I'm the same I've, way. I know. I've, I've got a long back that goes down yeah. to my legs. I'm, I'm the same way. I know exactly what he's talking he's got about. A back, I poop out my back. He's got a back crack. <laughs> Not a butt crack. Uh, hey, come check out my ass at Lucky 13 when I'm doing my pub quiz. Uh, 
8 o'clock Wednesday nights. Um, our prizes don't suck anymore. What? Yeah. Um, nice. So uh, the awesome guy that owns the place, Rob, um, every, uh, everybody on the team that wins gets uh, $10 towards their tab. Nice. So it could potentially, well, it would never wipe out if I was on the team. Well, tab, no, but no. It could wipe out your tab. It would help. So. Come on down, look at 13. And plus, I'm fucking hilarious. You are. That you is really true. Are. That is true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, uh, uh, Jimmy and Jay can't be here today. Mm. Jay is uh, slinging jokes for folks for money. And Jimmy is out with celebrities, as he always is. He's for at money. the uh, Critic Choice Award. At, at, at this time, well, yes. Took his wife again, didn't take me. Didn't take you. So much fucking fun. That's well, it's because you didn't follow through with that sale of that airplane to, to uh, Aaron Sorkin. To Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> if you'd only done that. You know, it's so Close funny. the deal. <laughs> it, was so, it was so funny. I was watching uh, uh, The Aquaman. <laughs> you know? The movie? Yeah. Uh, the Aquaman? Yeah. Oh, fish, and I was like, fish Jimmy, punch the motion picture. Yeah, and I was like, uh, Jimmy and I have met both the lead characters. <laughs> we met Jason Momoa uh, at, at um, Sundance one year. Yeah. And when I went to the Critics' Choice with him, we uh, FaceTimed with Patrick Wilson's kids for some reason. That's right. Huh. <laughs> you know who hasn't FaceTimed with uh, Patrick Wilson's kids? Actually, he had somebody else to introduce, so never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, uh, Grind that train to a halt. Right yeah, no, there. no. Let me, let, me, chugga, chugga, let me act just like the writer's room of Gotham <laughs> and drive this thing right off the tracks. So, uh, so uh, Chad Harden. Has decided to join us. Hey, Chad Harden. Yeah. Chad Harden. What? The Chad Harden, the famous artist, who you've seen his stuff, I'm sure. You have. Uh, Harley Quinn. I mean, that's just. He drew me one time. He drew you. He's he's drawn everybody. Still I hope to get drawn on, on the inter- interwebs. Yeah. I hope still to get drawn there. sometime. Hint, hint. Doing, okay. Doing, doing, yes. Let's do it. <laughs> doing some awesome uh, Wonder Woman covers. You know, I, well, I've actually been on. Wonder Woman. You've been drawing the Wonder Woman? Like six issues, yeah. Oh, well, okay. let's let's clarify. Justice League America Giant. But uh it's it's all Wonder Woman stories. Nice. So yeah. Yeah, I saw some yeah. of the some of the Wonder Woman work last night, so that's that's what brought it up. Because yeah. I like the approach that's being taken with Wonder Woman now where she's being drawn like somebody who could really just punch right. through a tank instead of Well, and that's gonna vary from artist to artist, but sure. yeah, Linda Carter is seared into my brain. So right, right. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm gonna do it right. Looks fantastic. Yeah, and you got, I, I, a, you got a Kickstarter going, right? I do. Yeah. We, we do want to talk oh. about that. Yes, Ooh. we do. We do now? want to talk about it. Oh, yes, let's done. do it right <laughs> now, real quick, and then we'll then we'll get to the show because uh, you're wearing a Punisher shirt. I want to lead with that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't tell DC. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So the, the Kickstarter came about because I'm trying to get Temerity rolling, which is my creator own book. And uh, what what happens though is. When, when you're not working for DC, no one no one's paying you to draw, and then <laughs> right. and then you're in this conundrum where you're like, okay, well, how do I you know how do I fund this? And my writing partner's like, well, let's let's kickstart your sketchbook, mm-hmm. and let's take the money that you make off that and and fund you know the first four issues of Temerity, and and I'm like, great, let's do it, and uh, and she did all the work, Gemma Young, I, yeah, I have to give her all the credit, she great. did all the work. I did nothing but give her pictures off my phone, and uh, <laughs> she, she did everything else, and uh, and and we funded. Yeah, yeah, six like, hours. Yeah, in like yes. six hours. Yeah, no, and you were all like, weren't you all stressed I, out about it? Well, have you have you ever done it? it yes. Like in theory, you're like, in theory, you're like, oh, this is gonna be fine. This is the way it's gonna go, yeah. and then you press that button, 
and and nothing happens for like 15 minutes. You're like, I'm screwed. And then you puke your pants yeah. for about and an then, hour. Yeah, yeah, you get the pits in your stomach, and you're mm-hmm. just like, oh, this is not going to work. And so, and then and then almost immediately, someone like bought the top tier. I was going to say, yeah. I got yeah. the email about it. And then I clicked on it and I was looking at it and I was like, oh wow, he's already got fifteen hundred bucks. And yeah. I'm scrolling down to see which, you know, how many people have funded. I go down to the bottom and it's like one uh, four or five left on the fifteen hundred dollar chair. I was like, dang. And, and once again, that must be right like, on one of Gemma's followers or you know, I I don't know. Anyway, somebody just like bought the top tier thing like right off the bat. And I'm like, okay, maybe maybe this will happen. And right. And then I think that's the thing with the Kickstarters is people start buying like the top tier things first. And uh, and, and all those things. That's not been my experience. Oh, really? Joe. Okay. Well, you know, I, I don't know. And, and you know what? Like I said, I'm I am new to all this as well. And um, but yeah, for five hours, it was me like looking at my phone, refreshing yeah. Kickstarter every now two you got seconds. Like, what twenty nine days left? To... And yeah, and yeah. we're doing great. So thank Good. you. Let's thank let's you to do everyone. greater, folks. Uh, Chad is one of the most down to earth comics illustrators I've met. Absolutely. Uh, super good dude, a lot of talent, and we want to see your independent comic out Absolutely. there in a big, big way. Yes, so, me too. So, me what, too. what is the project called? Well, the project's called Temerity, and uh, and Jimmo will describe it differently. I describe it as Robotech meets Battle of the Planets meets uh, uh, Oran Club. You Go know? on. So, yeah. <laughs> I know, right? You, know, you, you have Lee's um, wrapped at that. Here's my $1,500. You know? Yeah, just, you know, all the stuff I loved as a kid. Um, I'm going to draw it, and I'm there for the fanboy generation. Jim is there for the up-and-coming um, young girl demographic, and hopefully we're hitting everybody. Nice. You know what I mean? So That's great. That's so exciting. we go to Kickstarter and look for what? Kickstarter, and, and hopefully um, uh, it's going to take a couple months for the books to get uh, printed and shipped back. Kickstarter people are used and, to um, But what do they, but ser- hopefully what do that- they search? Yeah, how, how do I find it? Search for your name, right? Just Chad yeah, Harden. yeah. Okay. Exactly, H H A R D I N I N, not E N I N. I should go uh, go fund an ass transplant. You know, those are expensive. You, may want you to. never know. <laughs> you never know what's going to. Uh, you can get a silicon fly. ass implant. They're they're all their age. No, no, he said transplant. He wants real. Yeah, he wants. Oh, real I want thing. like a he real. Wants a real. You, ass. you can take some of mine. I'll. <laughs> You'll go I'll, I'll okay. keep you mine. Hey, can I get in line for that too? You can have some of mine. I'm, as well. I'm seriously, I'm seriously going to write this episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> We're all lining up for a piece of that ass. Yeah. Oh, hey, you know who's lining up for a piece of that ass? Who that? Our host, Mr. Kerry Jackson. Oh, hi. Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. After that, it just doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, now, there are new shows debuting this week. I mean, this, this episode comes out on the 14th. And uh, this week we're getting uh, Star Trek Discovery starting up again, mm. and so that means nice. you got to turn your CBS app back on. Yeah, Shit, on. I still have watched the first season. Everybody. Yeah. The first season's fantastic. It's really I good. I watched some of it, and I, I'm I'm really kind of worried about where we're headed though, because I uh, well I wanted I wanted a la carte programming really badly for a long time, where I could be able to say, okay, I want this channel, this channel, this channel, but each channel co- uh, has a price tag of six to ten to twelve to fifteen dollars, right? So yeah. the DC Universe app, not bad. Titans is actually kicking the ass to watch. I liked oh, it. I uh, fucking love that and, show. And uh, Doom Patrol looks like it's going to be amazing. And Swamp Thing. You got I saw the Young Justice is back on. Young Justice yeah. is back on. New and doing Young great. Justice. Yeah. The the Swamp Thing uh, show. They they showed some of the art uh, cinematography behind it. It well, looks like they're going for a really creepy and and Alan all Moore. and all the shit that I'm reading about it is it's very Alan Moore and it right. will be R rated. So I don't yeah. I don't mind I don't mind the price tag on that. But then when I go with the CBS uh, right. CBS. Add up. And then you got your, bucks a month. your 
15 for Netflix and yeah. 10 for Hulu and Game, Game of Thrones is coming back so HBO's coming up soon oh, yeah. Disney Plus yeah Disney I liked the idea of a la carte when there was like a provider that let you choose channels in a package sure like maybe, that's what I was thinking of and add that same on, as maybe you. add that onto my streaming bill yeah but, but but when every place has its own app and right. its own price it's, it's kind of frustrating yeah, but, but you then know, you know all the sh- all the shit that Disney's um, talking about. Yeah, we, we we got a bunch of Discovery stuff that we need to talk about coming up uh, later in the episode. Well, because Star Trek's back where it belongs. It is Star yeah. Trek. I'm sorry, I know there's been some great Star Trek movies, but when it works, it's on TV. That's yeah. where it can actually that's say that's true. We are we that's are true. a metaphor for everything that's wrong with the world, and here's how we could be better. Mm-hmm. And that's and when the, it works. And the Picard's coming. And I got stuff about the Picard oh. coming up. Oh, I got yeah. I got some specific. You know, plot and stuff coming up for you. But uh, I do want to talk about The Punisher, uh, Uh the second season on Netflix. I haven't watched the first season of that either. You need Um, to. Quite quite good. good. Quite good. Will it make me like the character? It actually might. Mm. Because, I mean, here's the thing about that character. He is tough to love. Yeah. Um, They they do explore a lot of the uh, effects on war and PTSD. Okay. and how that fucks people up. Right. Uh, See, that's the there's thing a lot that, of that in there. That's what I heard about the PTSD. That for personal reasons, I kind of don't want to mm. well, watch that. I think it might fuck with me. I, I it, think you'll be all right. I think, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's good. Um, I loved it. So the first I'm easy season. To please, though. So I don't yeah. The first, the first season, um, Frank had finally made his way to the support group for veterans. Seemed like he's going to be in, in the right direction. But we know better. Uh, that's right. Uh, Billy Russo, Jigsaw, whom he sort of created at the end of the first season by ramming this guy's beautiful face. This guy was obsessed with his looks. Yeah, just like the real, that's just, the, Exactly. Rams his beautiful face into a mirror several times and cuts him up real bad. Um, they're not doing the whole Jigsaw thing that. with season two. They're taking it in a little bit of a different direction, which is interesting. Um, he... He has scars, but with modern plastic surgery, they would be able to probably right. save his face. So that's what they're reflecting. So they're going to focus more on the emotional scars. Hmm. And he has also created a mask ah. that is like the scars right. and, and all that on his face. Hmm. And it's a really scary looking mask. I it's saw pretty, that. It's really fucking cool. So are they kind of doing a Doctor Doom thing? Remember how like they retcon yeah. Doctor Doom where yeah. he was like... It's just he a wasn't tiny really, little he, scar on his Yeah, suit. it was really, he was just, but he's such a... Yeah. So vain. He's, he's so such, vain, He's such right, a Trump yeah, yeah. that he exactly. he's totally ugly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, that's, ex- that's, that's what they're doing. And they're going to send Billy Russo, Jigsaw, down that uh, craziness rat hole, and it'll just get worse. And, cool. You know, so there's, there's the whole thing. Now, we have talked about this before, um, but uh, it's come up again, and, and, it's, and I think this is important. Uh, Jerry Conway, who created The Punisher, mm-hmm. is... Very kind of disturbed that authority figures, cops, are embracing the Punisher skull. Oh. Uh, And and I'll just read the story. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Because of Frank Castle's military background with the Marines and his penchant for enforcing justice using guns, iconography related to to the Punisher, the skull specifically, has become particularly popular among certain group of active law enforcement. Does law enforcement not understand that that's not what policemen should be? I also don't understand our, our like, local our local chapter. Comic our local chapter doesn't understand how uh, signing Tommy Lauren to do their keynote commencement yeah. on one of their dinners is a problem. Yeah, they don't. Jeez. They just don't get that. 
Uh, in a recent interview, Jerry Conway, who created The Punisher with uh, John Romita Sr. and uh, Russ Andrew in the early 70s. I didn't realize in, it was that yeah, long. In Spider-Man. In Spider-Man. It was where he first uh, appeared. Reflected on how many police officers and members of the military have co-opted the character's skull logo, like Chad is wearing, as a symbol. Uh, Conway told them he never meant for the character to be seen as someone to emulate no. or to look up to. No. Uh, Frank Castle, he explained, represents everything broken and wrong with our justice system, and it's disturbing to see authority figures embracing the symbol. Here's what he said. The Punisher is supposed to indict the collapse of social moral authority and the reality some people can't depend on institutions, the military, the police, to act in a just and capable way. The vigilante anti-hero is fundamentally a cre uh, critique of the justice system, uh, an example of social failure. So when the cops put Punisher skulls on their cars or members of the military wear Punisher skull patches, they're basically sides with an enemy of the system. They are embracing an outlaw mentality. Uh, whether you think the Punisher is justified or not, whether you admire his code of ethics, he is an outlaw. He is a criminal. Police should not be embracing a criminal as their symbol. Uh, it goes without saying, in a way, it's as offensive as putting a Confederate flag on a government building, he says. Wow. Hmm. Now, I know Chad's just a comic book fan. <laughs> well, <laughs> and that's why he's wearing but, this. Well, and, yeah. I've had a shirt with Art the means different things to different people. Yeah. Sure. Right. So, you know, you can't say this, this means this for me, and it must also mean that for you. Right. But, yeah, anyway. Uh, well, there's a difference between you wearing a Punisher shirt and, yeah, a, right. and a cop slapping a bumper sticker right, right, on right, right, his right. patrol vehicle. Well, you know? my, my license plate on my truck say, draw fast, and every cop that pulls me over thinks that's they, a challenge uh, no, no, no. to have a gunfight. You mean, like, fight. actually art. And, and I, I tell him, like, uh, I draw comics. Quickly. <laughs> I, Quickly. I do not have a gun. Yeah. Please don't shoot me. Oh, you know? They want to rethink so, that uh, I know, license plate I know. there, Chad. Uh, uh, this uh, just in, uh, Donald Trump has nominated... Frank Castle to be the Attorney General of the United States of America. Uh, he's a shoe in. So I just I just bring that up because Secretary of Defense. Because I know that there are there are some policemen and military who listen to the show. Just something to think about. Well, and it it's I think I think of uh, I think of Frank Castle kind of like I think of Wolverine and Deadpool in in your development in your code of ethics, right? It's because when I got into Wolverine really hard when I was in seventh grade because. You know, he was all rage and fury, but but he he could restrain it under the best circumstances. And so, when you're 13 and literally pumping full of hormones all the time, Logan's kind of a cool character to yeah. relate to. And yeah. then when I was 16 and I got real into Frank Castle comics, it was you know I was pretty upset with society. I was really mad with mm -hmm. society, and here's somebody who was really mad at society, and I was able to go, okay, well, here's a little escapist fantasy, and and get into that and I enjoy can that. Shoot all these jocks in this school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not not really wanting to, but you know, being able to channel that that anger and that furor. But there comes a point where you know, especially if you're supposed to be upholding law and order, exactly. If you show up wearing uh, an emblem of of defiance to the law. Because that's all Frank is, right? It'd be like being in the DA and showing up with a Pablo Escobar T-shirt on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but there, there might also be people that, like I said, aren't familiar with the comics. Sure, aren't familiar yeah. with the Punisher. It just looks they, badass, maybe right? they saw it right. It's a yeah. cool. It's, it's a cool. That's logo. a great logo. That's yeah. true. That's true so, as well. Oh, it is. I think it's one of the greatest like superhero emblems of all time. Oh yeah, yeah. It's up there with the the red S. Mm -hmm. The whole thing. Yeah, it's iconographic. It is. Uh, but yeah, something to think about if you're a. Know your symbols in the, in the military. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, they, they are symbols, and uh, they do mean things. 
uh, just like that uh, Superman logo. That's mm-hmm. a fine example. Right. It means something. It means hope. Oh, <laughs> quiet, you. I, I don't. I don't. I don't disagree. <laughs> I don't. No, disagree. I don't either. If yeah. I saw that and I was on a, on a on a burning house, I'd be pretty full of hope right there. That's true. Yeah. That's right. Like, I think he might come and save me. Like, the, I hope that motherfucker shows up. <laughs> I hope he doesn't or just the, fly over. Or the Captain America shield. You know. Oh, the first thing I would think if I saw if yeah. I was in if I was in trouble and Superman flew over, I'd be like, I hope Lois isn't in more trouble than I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> she will win. She will take priority, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, might I suggest a Captain America sticker for your patrol car? That's a thought. Or, there you go. Yeah. Or a patch for your. Uh, how about a Wonder Woman logo? That's good too. Oh, you mean you the know? CIA and FBI psyops created uh, jingoistic, anti-communist uh, symbol of American propaganda, Captain yes. America? Yes, that's okay. the one. Cool. <laughs> I'm not. Fuck, I'm not a communist. <laughs> it's not. That's not how I remember it. No, I've, I've just thrown that out yeah, there to be right. an asshole. Okay, way to be. I don't uh, believe that because I love Cap. Yeah, that's right. He's everything that's right. After these messages, we'll be right back. This is not your everyday cafe, and this is just one indication. Delicious Twin Sons Cafe is. Go eat there, you should. Mexican-influenced Americana cuisine, daily specials, and they're still rocking home delivery, along with a full-service catering. Find comfort food in a cafe inspired by a galaxy far, far away. That's Twin Sons Cafe in Sugar House, 2305 South Highland Drive, just across from the liquor store. Open from 8 to 3 p.m. daily, except Tuesdays. Get details online at twinsonscafeslc.com. Hugs are free. Twin Sons, not your everyday cafe. Out of this f***ing world, it's food is. If you're a gamer, you know, love to play games, board games like uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, you'll love Haster Games. My guess is you've heard of Haster Games if you're a gamer. they got new lines of metal dice to go with their gemstone dice in. They have a great weight to them. Diehard dice and gravity dice. And they carry more dice than anybody, and these have been selling very well. Guilds of Rivnica, a great new set for Magic the Gathering, is now available. Uh, for Dungeons and Dragons, a Waterdeep Dungeon Heist, two weeks early for sale. Go see this wonderful campaign for Dungeons & Dragons. Haster recently added more display cases, a sound system, uh, more shelving for their huge game library, and yes, you can play games for free at Haster, and computer kiosks to help you peruse their inventory and order cards. Stop by and see all the newness at Haster Games. Tell them Geek Show says, hey, not only does Haster carry the best selection of all the latest board games and magic products, they will buy your pre-owned board games and magic products too. Haster Games is located at 6831 South State. They're open from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday, noon to 5 on Sunday. It's a great place to stay and play. Remember, Haster has it. Happy New Year from Cabin Fever, your go-to shop for tin signs, lunchboxes, coffee table books, retro candy, playing cards, gift wrap, and a whole lot more. Located in the hearts of Trolley Square in downtown Salt Lake City at the corner of 500 South and 700 East, it's Cabin Fever, so much more than a New Year's card store. Cabin Fever is wishing you a prosperous New Year. They are your go-to shop for laughter, kitschy memories, creative and fun merchandise. Cabin Fever is officially over 35 years old this year, thanks, in part, to Geek Show customers like you. For the record, being a local shop and catering to all of Utah's diverse communities for this many years is no easy task. However, because Utah is chock-full of amazing people... 
Cabin Fever has been able to stay relevant in all climates. Cabin Fever would like to welcome you to 2019. Go on in. Let's all laugh together. Crom knows we could use a good laugh. Is quality kitsch a thing? Cabin Fever thinks so. Located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a quirky card store. Our favorite locally owned sexual wellness resource has moved to a new location. Go check out the beautiful new Black Velvet Boutique at 595 South State Street in Clearfield. Now when it comes to sex, as with any healthy relationship, good communication is key. Being confident in the bedroom is sexy, and knowledge helps you get your most confident, sexy self. Black Velvet Boutique's helpful and friendly staff will answer your questions and find out what you need, or they'll leave you to your own devices. It's entirely up to you. Enjoy the best parts of being an adult with intimate bedroom toys and lingerie from Black Velvet Boutique. Go see the nice ladies at the all-new Black Velvet Boutique on 595 South State Street in Clearfield today. Visit them and uh, mention the radio show I work on, Radio from Hell, for special discounts. Ask our friends at the store for details. Black Velvet Boutique, their new location, 595 South State Street in Clearfield, where you can go to blackvelvetboutique.com or call them, 801-525-1583. They're open seven days a week. Black Velvet Boutique. And we're back. Yes. Uh, oh, look, everybody. Where'd we go? I don't think this is a letter. Well, then it doesn't get a jingle. So it doesn't get a jingle. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, we did get a... Like, Cards. We We're, got cards. We did get a Christmas card. So oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. And it's got glitter on it, so I'm being very... <laughs> Please, people, no glitter on your cards, ever. Uh, glitter, glitter is teacher herpes. Yes. It's thank you for... <laughs> <laughs> thank you for many... What do you think, Chad? Uh... Hey, there's right. a professional here that... Oh, okay, be careful. The, 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 it's the, glitter. Read that. Oh, I, it's, oh it's cursive. It's cursive. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. I'm a little... It's an ancient script. Thank so you for Carrie, many... Jimmy, J. Lee, and Shannon, and Tony, thank you for many... Smiles. 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 And laughs okay. this year. Okay. Warm wishes for you and your families uh, for a wonderful holiday season and the best new year ever. Darren and Adam, Geek Show fans from Arizona. Well, wow. thank you. Nice. nice. I thought we lost all of our Arizona listeners. <laughs> when did that happen? <laughs> About the time About, uh, 2016. <laughs> <laughs> when we just started going, ah, fuck! Fuck! <laughs> okay, so that's not a letter. Nope. No. Do you got one now? But this cards. Is, come on. Sometimes I I'll get g- cards, and then we read them out loud. Give me, give okay. me just a second. I'll give you a second. Here. I'll come give on. you a second here. I'm terribly I sorry. Where the cord is. I. <laughs> He's got to get the letter jingle. We're going to talk about uh, Star Trek. I do have a lot of Star Trek coming up. God, I love Star Trek. And uh, Stan Lee stuff. And, how, many, uh, how many animated series have they announced now for the Treks? It's, well, let me let me look. I'm ready. Um, it's more than one. Okay, I'll, we'll find out. <laughs> okay. In, in just a moment. After this letter. Yeah. You're going to need a lot. There we go. Letters. Sometimes we get letters, and then we answer them. I can't believe you perform that live every time. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm playing the Kay. drums. All right. Carrie, All right. Carrie's playing Band, the piano. go ahead. Take a break. <laughs> the Shantones, everybody. The Shantones. <laughs> I can't believe you got the band from the marvelous Miss Maisel. <laughs> They're pretty good. Um, let's see. Uh, this one from uh, Jared. Uh, I just wanted to say thank you. Uh, yes, 2018 was a shit year, but 2019 already is gearing up to be the worst. Oh, God. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Among all the other things going on, We'll be ending our 18-year marriage. 
Oh. It's been very alienating trying to turn your family members, friends, and even coworkers who don't understand why you'd end an LDS marriage. You're... <laughs> Why'd you look at <laughs> Why'd I look at <laughs> Why would you start one? Yeah. Uh, your oh, group... Sorry, Tony. Come on. <laughs> your group has provided a much-needed balance, which only comes from dealing with real-life experiences and not blind, blindly, blinding following the opinions of others. I think you mean blindly. Uh, not just in regards to relationships, but with politics, comics, movies, and games. I look forward to hearing you guys each week and have enjoyed Shannon's pub quiz. I hope to make it over to Shiv Games and shoot the shit with Lee on modeling 40K miniatures. Anytime. Uh, Except knowing, for those times. Knowing there are like-minded people out there brings me great comfort. I have, a, I have, a few, very supportive, I have few very supportive friends. I'd love to start a monthly fan club meeting or something to meet other like-minded people. Uh, keep up the good work, and for God's sake, Carrie, have you been saying please do enjoy or please to enjoy? <laughs> it's please to. Yeah, please to. Yeah, I always thought it was yeah. please to. Yeah, so. I heard please to as well. Uh, I'd, I'd say if you're in the Salt Lake area, uh, the best place for you to meet like-minded people would be the Watchtower Cafe on State Street. Yes. Uh, uh, Corey and Tui have a fantastic coffee shop, and it's completely geek-friendly, geek-run, and geek-operated. Geek-centric. And you get you keep your geek dollar in the geek community. So mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're fantastic people, and you will... You will meet cool people there. Yeah. And I just want to say, I'm sorry your marriage is breaking up, because that fucking sucks. It really yeah, does. It's really fucking hard. It blows. It's a bummer. As somebody who's gone through an LDS divorce, I can honestly tell you. Well, it was 25, 20, 30, an, 30 years ago. <clears throat> I went through an LDS-adjacent divorce. Yeah, I was adjacent. She was LDS. Yeah. She yeah. was LDS. I was yeah. still on paper. Right. But... I was unpapered. You know, she... I was undocumented. You, you got undocumented? <laughs> I never was documented. Oh, you never were? No, I've oh, been okay. free-range my whole life. Can <laughs> <laughs> you see those papers? Yeah. Because, see, uh, I'm, st- I'm still documented, but uh, yeah. I haven't taken the time. No, like... I, I wasn't documented. I, I came right through and took somebody else's future LDS bride. <laughs> They're a dime a dozen. <laughs> Whoa. She, uh... <laughs> I was baptized. <laughs> I was baptized Catholic, but I've never had the full experience. The full experience. Thank God. Although you do have the demon, you do have He's the demon. The fear. I do have the, the demon fear. fear. But you, that gets but installed that's not early. My, like that's because I went to Catholic kindergarten and that goddamn Sister Conti. <laughs> she put the I demon still fear remember in her. Yep. Scared the shit out of me. <laughs> well, they start every me time all. you read something bad. There's three demons over your shoulder. Oh, oh. yeah. That's why I never listened to Iron Maiden until I got to my twenties. Not only that. Not only there are three. They know their names. I mean, I remember the first time yeah. I was reading the, the original D&D monster manual, and they've got all, like, Asmodeus and uh-huh. Belial and all these different demons. And all the kids in, uh, in in Magna, where I went to high school, junior high school, they're all like, oh, those are funny names. I'm like, no, these names, because, like, my extended family was all Catholic. Uh-huh. And I remember them talking about, oh, you can't do that. That's something Belial will get you for. I'm like, so not only are there three demons, you know their fucking names. Mm-hmm. Oh, Like, wow. whatever vice you're doing... And like the history there, of all the demons, all the demons and major and minor devils, like the whole shit that went on in the European theater in nineteen uh, in the nineteen thirties, that was because of a civil war in hell. Mm. I'm glad that I'm glad that all there's no demon names in the church I go to. I just have to worry about nameless demons tempting me. They're just nameless. Yeah, they're just but wise nameless legion. I bet if they were named Mormon, they'd be really weird names. <laughs> they would be spelt like. With extra E's and shit. Be some Q's. <laughs> Those are only the modern demons. The older demons, not so much. Right. Oh, I learned so much about demons from you guys. This is. I know my demons. Oh, don't awesome. get me started you know, you know on funny demons. Because my mom burnt my Gods and Demigods yeah. book. 
And I was my my defense was my my last ditch effort to save my book was, but mom, Jesus has infinite hit points. <laughs> Is Jesus really in it? She yeah yeah. yeah. She burnt guts, it anyway. I don't remember Jesus, but there was sh- yeah he wasn't. Yeah. Holy uh, shit! No, they had so you like they you could Jesus be like a, and they had God the Father. Yeah. You could really? be like a dungeon yes. master and be like, yes. and you open the door. There's Jesus. Because in, 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 in '83, I remember during the big satanic scare oh, that was yeah. that was going on about the role playing games. Yeah, there was a there was an LDS bishop who had a book burning behind the Smiths and Magna, where he encouraged all the D and D kids and Iron Maiden fans to come and burn their Iron Maiden uh, albums and their D and D books. And my dad almost got arrested because he went down there to fight them. Because wow. you don't burn books around yeah. Michael Dixon. He's going to kick your ass. That's wow. that's Nazi shit to him. And yeah. I remember him saying yeah. that. I was like, that's, yeah. that's Nazi bullshit. <laughs> I'm going to go down there and fuck him up with the yeah. Smiths. And my dad has pretty much always looked like the dude. So, you know, he's just like, I'm going to go kick the shit out of some Mormons. I'll be back in a few hours. This will not stand. Yeah, yeah. no. Right. That's bullshit, man. That's Nazi books, bullshit, man. man. <laughs> Kids are just playing D&D and listening to Rush, man. <laughs> I'll say no, it again. I, I love D and D. It's like, oh yeah. After a D and D game, I got my first blowjob. That's right. <laughs> Memories. <laughs> he can't actually speak for the quality of the game, but he enjoyed the. No, blowjob. the games are fun too. I just remember that whole <laughs> satanic scare. Kids, oh, yeah. kids, allow the old men to talk for a moment. Yep. Um, it, it was in the uh, early eighties, mm-hmm. late seventies. Mm-hmm. It was a whole, you know, music. The music is satanic. Yep. You know, black. You mentioned Iron Iron Maiden, Black Sabbath. Sabbath uh, remember, Ozzy Osbourne was oh, going to yeah. be our ruination. I remember yep. Kiss, Knights in Knights in service. service. Yes, yep. I, there was. All right, for you folks uh, li- listening in Arizona, um, <laughs> <laughs> there's. Uh, I, I don't know how the rule works, but the LDS Church is allowed to have uh, schools next to. Public schools Institute. here. We call them seminaries. Institute. Yeah, they're seminary, seminary yeah. institute. Yeah. It's not on the same uh, uh, government-owned or publicly-owned property. But because the church has so much money, they're able to buy land near Next, a school. Near it, so that, and in some cases, actually, as a corner of the property that the school's on, somehow they manage to buy yeah. 600 square feet to put a little building on. And then, I don't remember how it works, but you're... The school cooperates with the church to allow you to go to a Free class. Yeah. You were, it's you a were great place to meet girls with every, issues. Every girl, every, <laughs> oh, every person I knew who did not <clears throat> go to seminary graduated in the first quarter of their senior that year. That was me. Because it was, ex- it was an extra 36 credit hours or something like yeah. that. I was done. With, I, was, I, yeah. I could have graduated my first year, so I just went and I slept. I was. <laughs> I, was <laughs> I skipped school. I was so busy wandering the earth. That yeah, I that's right. You were like Cain at that point. I was. I was. I was liberating people. Well, from- I made a deal with my parents because uh, I was all in the the theater and the filmmaking and the video and that's all of that believe. stuff. I know, right? Um, all that stuff. And they said, listen, all right, we'll, we'll sign off on all of this stuff that you can do, but mm. let us pick two of your classes. So my, da- my dad picked welding. Of course, good choice. Of course, Jack. Of course, Jack. Did. You never know when you know what? Yeah, because that is no, that's a good true. skill. That's a good fucking skill to have. Good man. life skill. That was his rationale. That was fits in stage crew. He kept saying, you know, when this artistic bent goes away, <laughs> yeah. this will be something to fall back he's on. Gonna, exactly. Yeah, you're going to be a welder boy. Those are the words. Those when, are you're the words. Done, when you're done with this fairy bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what he said. Yeah. Remember, oh, Mr. Man. Rogers was no, going to turn me gay. I know. I know the generation. But then Mom said, "I would like you to take." Uh, Morbid seminary. 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 Whoa. So I did. 
and I was mostly antagonistic because I remember for a whole week, Brother Huntington, I believe it was, uh, did a music is evil mm. uh, lesson the whole week where he played records backwards for us. Nice. Really? Remember backwards masking? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, my God. And he, he would... He says, I have recordings of records being played backwards, and, and, and this is the secret messages that yep, are in there. Yep, yep. And, uh, and one of them that he played was Another One Bites the Dust by Queen, mm-hmm. backwards. And and goes, you can hear whatever the fuck you want. And, oh, and, sure, well, he, yeah. that, that was the mistake he made, yeah. was that he played it without giving us any, you know, feeding us. Telling what, you what, what you should what, what hear, list, what where we should go. <clears throat> he played it backwards. He said, couldn't you hear that? Did you hear that, it, what they're saying? Like, it sounded like, yerp, 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 yerp. And, and the entire class went, no. No, <laughs> no we didn't. We didn't. I, what uh, is it? And he goes, well, listen carefully. He's clearly saying it's fun to smoke marijuana. It really is. And then this public service. And then I can honestly tell you, he played I enjoy it, it. He played it back, and then the entire class was, "Oh yeah, oh, yeah, I can oh, yeah, yeah." Now, yeah. You know what? There and I'm like, the power "Wait a minute, suggestion." He just told you that you wouldn't have known. Yeah, there yeah. were bands that actually did it. Well, uh, they did it on purpose. The Beatles right? did. Yeah, yeah, Beatles did. Uh, Pink, Pink Floyd did it. Remember Venom? That cartoon. So Venom was like this fucking we're fucking Satanists, right? Oh, they yeah, had a yeah. song called. Evil in League with Satan, right? <laughs> and they used to scare the shit out of me because they had the yeah. demon fear. And uh, Dylan, he, we were, I think we were on acid. And um, it's a good time to listen to that. He's like, I can also say, like, check it out, a good time. check it out. And he, and he made it, you know, played it backwards. The record, and, they, yeah. and they were saying some evil ass shit. Well, yeah. I was on acid. I had the demon fear. I went home. That sounds like a bad day. I went bad home. Day. You I, went home? <laughs> I walked you went, home. You went home to that house on acid? I walked home from Dylan's house to my house. You yeah. know how fucking far that was? That was about four and a half miles. Yeah. 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 Uh, my favorite one is is uh, Pink Floyd in uh, The Wall, the song Empty Spaces, where it's clearly there's a backwards message there. Right. You know, it's like right in the middle of the guitar solo, and it's just there. It's just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and so I played it back, and, and this was my favorite one. It says, congratulations, you have found the secret message. Yeah. Send your letters to Old Pink, care of the yeah. nut, Nutty Farm or whatever it was. Right, it might as well have said, uh, yeah. eat, eat I was going to say, that's one step above team. drink your Ovaltine. Exactly. <laughs> you, know what's, you know what's really fun to do while you're smoking the marijuana, which is fun? Everything. Listen to music. Listen to Queen. Yeah. Listen to some fucking Queen. You Listen hear some Queen's production values there. You want to dissect some Radiohead, put on some OK computer, smoke a doobage. <laughs> Eat a whole ice cream cake and some sauerkraut. <laughs> and top that with some summer sausage. Yeah, yeah. buddy, we done yeah, that. Yeah, buddy. Woo! That does not sound like it goes Cooked well. Cooked up that summer sausage well, and dude, a beer and a walk. You, you do, not, you do oh. not know the subtle textures and the complexity of ice cream cake and summer sausage like, until right. you've had it stoned. Bite of cake, bite of sausage. Or no, no, like no. You eat it all together the same in a bowl. Spoon. Yeah, and then you yeah, watch. You and then do. you watch Ann Flux and say, "I think I know what's going." It was on. like chopped. On, it was like chopped on the spectrum, <laughs> dude. It was. I mean, and we were chopped. Let me tell you what that sounds like. <laughs> no, that's watch that's, that's the liquid, next. Watch when liquid TV. Yeah, Dog Boy sucked whether you were high or not. That's it right. didn't matter. So not that we're condoning drug use, kids, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So, <laughs> wait, what? So, mixed signals. I, that's what I've heard anyway. Yeah. So, so Star Trek. Oh yeah. Oh, Star Trek. God, anyway. That's fun to watch. High. It is. Um, and hey, high Star well, Trek is the Orville. Well, see, you'd used to get right down in front of the screen mm-hmm. and wait. You know, the classic opening. Yeah. You know, after we said he said to boldly go where no man has gone before, uh-huh. and then you try to figure out 
which one of those stars was the ship. And it was coming right at you. Oh, holy hell. That's, I never did that. Let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you just you sit right in front of it, high as fuck, and just go. Whoosh, oh. oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. There it was. It's going to hit me. It's coming right at me. <laughs> Where is it? Is it that one? Is it that one? Oh Jesus! I, I like. Anyway. I used to like to get to really, really high and then watch Turnabout Intruder because no matter <laughs> how high you were, you'd never believe Shatner was actually a woman. <laughs> That's my favorite part. No matter how mincy his walk is, <laughs> <laughs> he minced it up pretty good. Oh too. God, he did. All right, uh, Star Trek. Uh, Alex Kurtzman is the guy in charge of all your nonstop Trek needs. Uh, that you have right now. Yeah, he's uh, Mr. 24-7 Trek. He really is. Yep. Uh, he confirmed uh, that not only are we getting the one that I'm looking forward to, which is the animated series Lower Decks. Right. Which is the... What we've always wanted to see. It's yeah. the TV show we wrote on vacation. Yeah. Um, hapless support staff of the low-key Starfleet vessel. Uh, we're also getting another animated series. Um, it is yes. going to be kid-focused... Could potentially have a home outside of the CBS All Access. You have to watch it on your phone. But that's uh, that's all we know. He says uh, there's other animated things that we're building that are entirely different perspective, an entirely different tone from Lower Decks. What's exciting about it is uh, not only looking at each animated series as to what the different tone is, what the different technology will be, it's, whether or not the animation. It's got to be suck. finally Starfleet Academy, doesn't it? What's that? It has to be Starfleet Academy. You know that would make sense. Yeah, we've been talking about that forever. Right. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, you're getting more and more Star Trek. Well, I think a Star Trek channel would be fine. Let's just do it. Yeah, I would not. I might say even watch because nobody else. Even... They don't give a fuck about anything else. Is on that. Um, well, uh, Green Acres. That's the thing about the CBS <laughs> app right now. I mean, right now it's got nothing for you Dude, except for Star Trek Discovery. Yeah. But we'll have uh, we'll have Jordan Peele's Twilight. Zone. Eventually, we'll have that Twilight Zone, uh, the Picard series. Um, That's more Star Trek. More Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, and then the lower deck stuff, and but Star Trek has so much to offer. Like, I mean, it really can. There's so much there that you can mine instead of oh, yeah. trying to focus on another two hundred million dollar movie that you can't afford the cast of. Uh, yeah, do well, do the show yeah, that Paramounts. Yeah, go ahead and, and do the stuff that you know we're going to watch. I'm glad it's not called Star Trek Upper Decker. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a different show. That would be. <laughs> Brought to you by the makers of Jackass. So did you Star Trek, uh, Star Trek it's a Upper Decker? Did you yeah. did you read about the other show they greenlit? It's uh, called Chase Masterson Presents, and it's just her reading stories. It's just her about you about me getting arrested outside of her house. She's a very nice lady. She is a very nice lady. I think we could have had something. I think <laughs> there was. That, why was it like? Over ten years ago, there was some magic in that. There room. was, there was some magic. I saw it. He, he saw it. It's not just me. He saw <laughs> I it. I saw it. I felt it. We had a thing. I saw that. <laughs> there, your glances. There were glances. Stolen, stolen, were glances. stolen glances. Stolen glances. Yes. As as Dave Prouse looked on, and I think Dave Prouse is coming on and, to me. And Felix Silla was. Dave Prouse was in a coma. Felix Silla was pinching <laughs> Shannon's ass at that time. He's like, where is it? Where is it? He kept saying, "You're gonna have my ass." Bitty, bitty, bitty. Yeah, no, I, I was, I was really excited to see that uh, Bear McCreary is doing the theme song for Chase Masterson presents. Boy, it's just got everything. It's gonna it? win an Emmy. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Alex Kurtzman talking about because he's the guy and he's your Roddenberry now. He's your right. he's in charge of Star Trek, and so the the question came up: What about canon? What about it? I think I just heard Paul Hidalgo hit something. Exactly. Uh, but here's what he had to say, and this is kind of lengthy, so I'll 
I'll pick from it. He says, I think uh, we're somewhere between uh, what I'm saying and what you're saying is the truth. We really spend a lot of time talking a lot about canon. There are people in the writer's room specifically to tell us where we're stepping on the line of violation. Hmm. I did actually note at one point when I was asked about the graphic novels and comics after 50 plus years, it's literally impossible to stay entirely consistent with canon because there have been very dry years in Star Trek and very full years. And so many different writers have attempted to fill in the gaps in the dry years and what happened to beloved characters in the absence of a show driving, you know. You can't well, you can't have canon with the books anyway. Well, yeah, I don't think you should. Works. I don't think you should count the, no. the books because I don't think Star Trek ever met Green Lantern. Exactly. <laughs> yes, they <laughs> did. That was a, that was a comedy. They, fucking cool. But they they definitely they <laughs> definitely never teamed up with, with the X Men. Uh, no, the Thundercats. Oh, because I read I read an X Men or the Planet of the Apes or Doctor Who. I read an X Men uh, Next Generation novelization. Yeah, there was yeah. that too. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the best version of the story needs to be the driver, is what he's saying. Uh, mm-hmm. But what's the best version of the story is an entirely subjective thing. That's why we have so many different voices in the writer's room, so many different points of view. Uh, you want to write a nuanced story to get as many different voices as possible to represent how they feel about different ideas. It's a big part of uh, my process, listening to the other writers. With Trek, you want to go out and beta test ideas, but as soon as you do... You get 50% of people telling you they love it, and the other 50% think you should be strung up and killed. Uh, at a certain point, you need to follow your own internal compass. But he goes on to say, yeah, we're, we're doing our best to stay true to canon, but we may take some liberties and, for and, the sake of the story. Hey, fanboys, shut up, sit down, and let some people tell some stories. It's entertainment. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're taking this shit way too seriously. No. Yeah. I... I I had this uh, happen at the game store a couple weeks ago. Somebody once again decided they wanted to talk to me about what was wrong with uh, Last Jedi. Oh, and I just looked at the guy and I was like, seriously, I hope you know the owner of the store is giving me permission to kick anybody the fuck out. <laughs> and you're about to get kicked out over Star Wars. So just well, let's not have this it's, conversation. It's so funny. Like, I, I, so I rewatched uh, Infinity War yeah. for mm-hmm. the first time since we saw it in the theater together. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. on Netflix. And uh, I got like 20 minutes in and I was just like, holy shit. Yeah. What a great time to yep. be a fan of yep. genre yeah. stuff. True that. I don't ha- understand how people are like we're, we're literally letting it make them mad. I'm yeah. just like I don't get we're that. Because literally of the mad. last five minutes. Is, is that <laughs> it? Or no, or just like someone who, who, someone who like, hasn't read the comic. Is, the, the internet right. has the internet has dissected dead. everything. I mean, I've had people argue with me about Solo, which was a perfectly harmless, entertaining movie. It, it's it's not high art. But I'm it's just saying. Star it, yeah, I, what I'm saying is just like in general, we're so fucking yeah. lucky. There's so yeah. much I mean, stuff. It's like, there's so much yeah. stuff out there for us right now that it's, it's who has much. the time yeah. to dwell on one anybody, thing they didn't like? Anybody there's, there's our age, infinite amount mm-hmm. of other stuff to watch. Anybody our age needs to go back and watch Trial of the Incredible Hulk. On yes, Voodoo. if you right, know right. how far we've come uh, to, from from uh, what did you used to call the Daredevil on that Wicker Basket Head? Wicker Basket, Wicker Basket Head. head. Yeah. yeah. So they had Daredevil on Trial of the Incredible Hulk because Matt Murdock represented him. So you played uh-huh. by Rex Smith. Yeah. yeah. So you get the you get <laughs> Street the, you, Hawk. You get the, you get the delight of the Bill Bixby Hulk and uh, the, some of the cheapest sets cardboard. Did it have the goddamn the terrible Thor on it too? Right. Yeah. yeah. It had the terrible yeah. Thor and uh, well, well, that and, was a uh, different one. I need more me and, and, and Rice Davies as Kingpin. John Rice Davies as yeah. Kingpin. Yeah. Yeah. He's a great Gimli. Not a good kingpin? <laughs> no. And, and also, I get the Aww. feeling that John Rice davies he just showed up for one day. Yeah. And they shot scenes with him in an office. Right. And that's it. 
Because I don't remember him interacting with no. anybody in that. I think he did with Der- I think with Wicker Basket with, with with Rex Smith. Yes. Yeah. So so seriously, go back and watch yeah. that shit and realize, or go watch the see if you can find the late nineteen seventy Spider Man series that was on. I oh, believe, or CBS. the Roger Corman Captain America, or the uh, Dolph Lundgren Punisher. Was, I mean, uh, it was Cor- Corman, Corman's Fantastic Four. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. We they had seen some horrible. They had such a shit crap. budget on. I yeah. think it was ninety three or ninety four. They had such a shit budget on that Fantastic Four movie that the guy playing Mister Fantastic would dramatically thrust out his arm and then off a, camera, off camera, and then a glove on a pole would go all the way across the screen, and that was the stretching <laughs> effect. Like, for that. You know why they made that movie was only made so that they didn't lose the license. The license. Right. Yeah, because Jim James Cameron was out there just buying the rights to everything. He bought Spider Man for he a bought, while. Yeah, and so so seriously, guys. We need to just shut the fuck up and calm down. And if it's terrible, cool, it's terrible. But do we really? But look you, what you, we're getting. You brought it up it was earlier. Still a fun terrible. Well, it's like me. I, I have. Never, I have still have not seen Venom. Yeah. And I chose not to because I was like, oh, I don't think that's for me. God, my daughter's you know watched I mean? it six times. I know people love that movie. I know, but I thought so, it was okay. But even if I watched it and I didn't like it, I'd be, I wouldn't be like, oh god damn it, fucking ruined everything. You know, you, like, were, yeah. fuck, you whatever, were talking about man. something earlier that I that I really love. We we're talking about we we're talking about the radio business, and you're talking yeah. about how you know uh, we need to be careful um, if you're at a certain strata of one particular business to to not punch down to yeah. people that are that are not in the same strata yeah. as you. And I'm realizing we kind of. You know, there's there's some truly awful stuff out there. We need to stop trashing on people yeah. who like it. There's real world problems. Yeah, there's real world problems. There's <laughs> some real world problems One or going two. on. <laughs> but you know what? Somebody liking Star Wars isn't somebody you should you shouldn't you shouldn't take yeah. it upon yourself to educate them on what's wrong with Star Wars right now. Because if they liked it and they had some genuine joy exactly. from it, what's wrong with that? Exactly. Um, I don't. I don't. And mean, if they are into kitty porn, then sure, punch down. That's <laughs> a problem. <laughs> punch, 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 and punch up. Punch so across. Like, punch hard. Like yeah. like me, I think Avatar is garbage. But right. I'm not going to be like, you're a fucking idiot because you like Avatar. It's one of my mom's favorite movies, and I'm so glad she enjoys Listen, it. Listen, I, I, I agree with you about Avatar, but that is still the best ride down there in Florida. That Avatar ride mm-hmm. that's in uh, Disney World. I'm sure it make is a the great, best fucking ride. I'm sure it'd make you know, a great ride, but it's yeah. a fucking I've, terrible I've, movie. I've learned, I've learned my own lesson a couple times on this one because I was I was coming down hard on the Star Wars Resistance cartoon. Oh, yeah. It was, it's for kids. I just can't I can't get into it. I can't blah, blah, blah. And over the weekend, I, I watched it again. Because it's season two? The second half of the first second season is coming first back season. soon. It has been greenlit for season well, they're, two. They're tying in in a big way to... Uh, Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Like Hux's speech is coming up in the second half of the first season. Oh, that's and where it's set. Yeah. Like they're coming up close. So oh. and I'm watching it, I'm like, okay, knowing it's a kid's show going in and, and realizing it's written for the, you know, eight to twelve demographic, I had a lot of fun. And so I kind of missed out on a fun show for a few months because I was being a dick about it. But now you've come around, huh? It's it's you know, it's not my favorite show, but it's it's Star Wars. It's cool. It's got a Rodian X-wing pilot. I still <laughs> liked Episode One, and I get oh, people just. I love Episode mind. One. They lose. I'm like, I, I'm like, you're not four. You're not four years old. It's not no. going to be the same well, as when you were a four year old child. Brian Brian Young and I spent about an hour once just basically saying, okay, even if you don't like the acting, even if you don't like the, even if you don't like the the set, uh, the the actors or the script. The set design's phenomenal. The costuming's amazing. It's yeah. got one of the most intense lightsaber duels right. ever yeah. recorded. Yeah. True. Um, Still has the John Williams. Yeah, you know. and yeah. every single, even if there's nothing else you like, every single mocap character that has come about since only came about because of technology they pioneered in Phantom Menace. 
Yeah, that's true. Andy, they, Andy Circus in those apes movies that yeah. I love so much. They figured out motion capture with Jar Jar yeah. Banks, and so yeah, there's a lot of shit. There's actors who hated Phantom Menace that were in Phantom Menace, and they're like, right. I was acting against a, a ping pong ball, and I didn't want to. Which I call bullshit on, by the way. Right. Because any actor who says I, I was acting against a ping pong ball mm-hmm. will have no problem acting against a ping pong ball doing a theater production where there's zero sets. Right. It's just yeah. black box. Right. And they're more than happy to do a one-man show where they're talking to an imaginary character. That, for some reason, is okay. You can't tell me that every actor yeah. in Daredevil Season 3 wasn't jerking off over that scene where exactly. they were doing black box theater for the background story on Bullseye. Exactly. I'm just saying, I, yeah. I think so. that's what everyone was expecting, though, to go in there to be four years old again. Right. And when George Lucas didn't magically transport them back to their childhood exactly how they wanted, they well, got bent. And that brings me to a, a really funny point about the new trilogy is everybody who's whining and complaining about the new trilogy of movies, I'm sorry I heard this argument with Phantom Menace. Yeah. I heard this argument with Revenge of the Sith and and Attack of the Clones. It's it's Star Wars. It's entertainment. Take from it what you will. You're not getting getting Rashomon from any Star Wars movie except for maybe Empire. So relax. Go for a ride. See some Space Lords. I'm so easy to please. Like when... Pacific Rim came out. Did I get to see a robot pon- punch a monster? Yes, I did. Exactly. Happy. Did, did you Happy. get a, Did you get a thinly you know. veiled treatise on the inequalities <laughs> right. of, uh, of uh, oh. immigration reform in our oh. country? <laughs> well, that's another show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 it's that movie. After these messages, we'll be right back. Booze Teak can step up your gift-giving game. You'll love the geek barware. Get Star Wars or Star Trek drink can cozies, Han and Leah teacups that say, I love you, I know, and more. Plus Funko Pops, including Ivy's favorite, Death from the Sandman comic, and Funko Bob Ross's Deadpool, and even more geekware. Don't forget accessories for wine and cocktails to entertain and celebrate. Gift cards are available as well. Located at 315 East Broadway, they got free parking at Booze Teak. Get 15% off when you say, Geek Show says hey. If you didn't get what you wanted for Christmas, Dr. Volts has got what you need. Go in and get exactly what you want. By Crom, Conan the Barbarian returns to Marvel this month with all new stories from the Age of Sword and Sorcery. The newest issue of The Gull is on Kickstarter now. Cheer as he defeats the robot menace. Laugh as he contends with the irksome squirrel. And cry as he eats hot dogs out of the trash. The new issue of The Gull, live on Kickstarter now. Open seven days a week. The hold service is free. With that, you get a 10% discount on your purchases of $20 or more. And the previews catalog for free. 20 43 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. This is not your everyday cafe, and this is just one indication. F***ing delicious Twin Sons Cafe is. Go eat there, you should. Mexican-influenced Americana cuisine, daily specials, and they're still rocking home delivery, along with a full-service catering. Find comfort food in a cafe inspired by a galaxy far, far away. That's Twin Suns Cafe in Sugar House, 2305 South Highland Drive, just across from the liquor store. Open from 8 to 3 p.m. daily, except Tuesdays. Get details online at TwinSunsCafeSLC.com. Hugs are free. Twin Suns, not your everyday cafe. Out of this f***ing world, it's food is. 
Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about my workout buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, my workout buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at my Workout Buddy SLC or email me my workout buddy SLC at iCloud.com. One session is $20. If you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time, there is a $10 cancellation fee. And why is that? That's motivation and accountability. And if you tell Sue Geek Show says hey, you'll get half off of your first session, my workout buddy SLC. And we're back. Yes. Yeah. Are we? It's a touch and go there for a second. And she was a little late, but always yeah, welcome. Just a yeah, little. Just, a, just an hour, two, three and a half hours late. <clears throat> Kari has joined us. Returning champion. Hi, how's it going, everybody? You were fighting inequality. I was fighting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the girl who has to go into work on a Saturday. No, Carrie asked me to join the podcast about 23 hours ago. And somehow between now and the 23 hours, I forgot. I don't know how. That's and literally, how, that's how important we are to you. Yeah. Well, when Shannon texted Jeez. me, I was disproportionately <laughs> offended. I was like, "Who? I didn't make plans with anybody. Nobody should be expecting my presence." And this then I was like, oh. He is. "Oh, that guy." And then come yeah. to find out, she's like, "I don't know who this is," and fuck them. Yeah, yeah. Because she doesn't save anybody's name. Because I don't save anybody's <laughs> number in my phone. I do the same thing. It's a fun game because that way, if I miss an obligation, there's no guilt initially because I don't know who it is. You know, That's it's cool. a whole psychological game of sadness. You basically gaslight yourself on a daily I basis. Do. I do. I um, do. You can follow me on Twitter at Peachiestkari or Instagram at Peachiestkari. I wouldn't recommend either of those things now. It used to be just don't add me on Facebook, but now we're edging into like um, like the winter season, the deep dark. There's nothing to look forward to winter season, and things hmm. things get boring for me. And when I get bored. People get hurt. People. Yeah, that's true, oh, though. No. It's true. Yeah, that's people true. get hurt. A crime of boredom. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> kind of like a crime of passion. Yeah, but, but less exciting. It's actually much worse. Have you ever done? Like, have you ever been like self-destructively bored? Yes. Before? Yeah, every day. Yeah, that's like where you like bite your nails. Like you do everything like vaguely self-destructive. You bite your nails all the way down. That's oh. why I play video games. I'd say my yeah, first marriage same. was just from. But I play League of Legends. So oh, that's that's not good. Yeah, it's not good at all. That's poisonous. Yeah. Remind me to talk to you about Red Dead Redemption too. Oh yeah. Way. Oh my gosh. I have some questions. Your new okay. Lord and Savior. My my new Lord and Savior. <laughs> have you been yes. playing Red Dead Redemption too? Yes. Oh my God, Carrie. Yeah. What? It's a, it's a darn he loves pretty that game. game. He loves those. Oh, games. I, the first one I loved. Oh, well which then. which makes no sense because it's a cowboy game. Yeah. I shouldn't like cowboy games, but I just loved it. Yeah. But being Red Dead alone Redemption too. Being alone and going across the lonely prairie. There's I, nothing wrong with that. Well, and I I spend so much time riding my horse. Someone told you it was Westworld. What'd you name your horse? (laughs) Here's the thing. I'm sad to report. I've talked about this on the radio, but I'm sad to report. Uh, My first horse, Shades... Shut the fuck up. From, Shades. Yeah. From John Wayne? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Shades is a good horse. Did it die? You're a good yeah, horse, yeah, you. He pulled the wheel. He, he ain't, ain't no, no truck. God, he ain't no goddamn truck. So Shades, 
I I started building a relationship with Shades. Yeah. And, oh, and then Shades uh, got shot. Got oh, shot and killed. That's some oh. fucked up shit. So I went and... Shades, you were a good horse. Did, did you go murder Hobo? Come back, Shades. I killed him. The, per, the person who killed Shades, And did you course. go kill his whole family? I, well, I killed <laughs> them. I, yeah. Carrie, every time I think I can't love you more... But, but then you named that horse after an ex- very, obs- very, very obscure so, band song. So then I went and got another horse. I, went right. and I bought another horse, and yeah. I started developing a relationship with this one. As you do. Oh, is what's name? Sh- Shades two. <laughs> <laughs> Shades two. Wow. Yeah. And, and, and just yesterday, the, the legend continues. <laughs> and just yesterday, Shades two got too close to the train. Oh. Yeah. And, Carrie, don't get too attached to these shades. And, and got killed. No. So shades, I, shades three. So I had to go buy another one. Shades three. Shades three. Yeah. yeah. Should be well, shades the third. C. Yeah. Shades like, the like third. Enterprise. It's, C. Uh, shades maybe of it should be C. Yeah, so you know who your fourth horse needs to be? That? Scat horse Crothers. Scat horse Crothers. Oh my what god! Please don't. <laughs> I literally, I didn't put that much thought into my horse. I named him Cinnamon Bun. That's it. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I really want a Cinnabon right now. Can't go to the airport. Yeah, cinnamon mine, mine was sweet roll, but all these guards from Skyrim kept coming and taking them. <laughs> oh, nothing like an arrow to your horse's knee. Huh? I, I didn't even name my horse. I don't even know what it's called. Well, uh, really? Yeah. You should name it. I just Bucket ride Savage. it. That's I ride it. And I, I pat its neck when he's scared. Is it still Tennessee Walker? Is that the name? Because that's the breed. Yeah. Uh, it's, so it's, it's the horse that you get at the very. I've only played like four hours. In oh, the game. well, I'll then be I, honest. Sh- so I got the. You, uh, it, you should name it Fucked Up Jelly Belly. <laughs> <laughs> belly got, Flop. Yeah. I got the spider. The Spidersman's game. Oh, that game's so, so over, good. Over the Christmas time. It's the PlayStation one, right? Uh, yeah. Yep. The, the greatest joke ever is uh, that uh, Kingpin's Tower is geographically and cosmetically Trump's Tower. Trump Tower. Oh, <laughs> is it really? Yep. Because uh, yeah, there's nothing like Fisk in giant gold letters. But but here's the thing: is that that had to have been planned long before he even announced running, right? Maybe because not. these yeah, games take a long time to. Well, develop. Yeah, they, but you, they can, may you have can, can you can swap in art assets pretty easily. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he's you know maybe they said oh this guy's an asshole let's make fun of him and then God lo and behold he becomes president. But well, I mean New, New York has hated Trump for years. Yeah, you know. No, he fight, uh, Kingpin fights like a fucking gorilla. It's amazing. He does. Oh. That game it is so, so amazing. I like, love that game. Uh, it's it's. Beautiful. While we're on the subject, but then I, we need to, to get back. Yeah, to get back on the show. show. But we're gonna do the show. What some show? More? We're the on Kingpin. a show. While we're talking about Kingpin, let <laughs> yeah. me just say, you know, everybody talks about Loki and Thanos as the mm-hmm. great, you know, cinematic villains for the Marvel universe. Go back and look at D'Onofrio's run on those three seasons of Daredevil. Oh, oh, shit. Yes. So good. And, yes. and you will say that Kin- Kingpin He's is one of the great Marvel villains. And, and Kilgrave from and Jessica Jones. Yes. Yeah, we've for had, sure. We've had two phenomenal kingpins in the last couple of years yeah. because uh, Liv Shriver's kingpin in Spider-Verse mm-hmm. is absolutely Oh my god, fantastic. that movie blew my so, fucking mind. There's, so a, good. there's a game called Dishonored 2 came out a couple years ago. Really, really good game. And uh, one of the main bad guys is voiced by D'Onofrio mm-hmm. and he's using his kingpin voice oh. in the game. Yes. And so he plays like someone called the Duke and so he has power to, to like... A communication system across the city to yell things at the mm-hmm. at the public, you know, inspirational stuff or whatever. And it, it sounds amazing because you're playing this game and you're like, "Is the kingpin talking to me right <laughs> well, now?" Well, because I, I watched season three and 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 you know he he manages to bring Vanessa back to the country uh-huh. and all of that, and you see how much he loves her. And I thought, well, I'm going to go back and watch season one again. And that's the whole birth of that relationship mm-hmm. yeah. through there, and just 
they you know, set it up so well. He, he's just so good just saying lines like, you embarrassed me in front of her. Yeah. Right. You know, just, you embarrassed me. Yeah. Like, like, this is a, His like, voice, is, it's one of a kind when he does that. Because yeah. you know? he doesn't yell, but you could just hear the oh, goddamn yeah. anger in and his And the voice. power behind yeah. it. There's this one scene in this game where they take part in like a magical ritual, and he just goes, oh, this is better than any orgy I've ever been to. <laughs> <laughs> and he's been to a few. Yes. Anyway, all right. Uh, Stan Lee... Uh, we lost last year, of course. Being honored with a tribute on January 30th, uh, if you can make it, to the Chinese Theater in Los Angeles, uh, January 30th. Uh, it, the tickets are really high price, but it's a fundraiser. It's for the uh, uh, Comic Book Legal Defense Fund. Oh. That's nice. nice. Yeah. So it's a fundraiser for that. So if, uh, look for that. Uh, uh, Mark Hamill will be there. Uh, Michael Uslan, Vincent D'Onofrio. We'll yeah. be there as well. Uh, Riza and uh, Tom DeSanto, and it's hosted by uh, Kevin Smith. Nice and uh, skinny Kevin Smith. His uh, yeah, no lie, yeah, he's right. a weird guy. Yeah, yeah. Stanley's daughter J.C. Lee will be there, so keep an eye on your wallet. <laughs> hey oh, oh boy! God watch, damn it! And, yeah, and keep make sure you watch out for your blood too. <laughs> she'll, yeah, take some, she'll take some of that when you're That's not right. looking. If you have any assets, she'll take a pint of your blood and keep it. Yeah, Shannon doesn't have any assets. He told us about he doesn't. It. Yeah. We're talking, I have no ass. All back. But speaking of <laughs> speaking of Stanley, baby doesn't have back. Um, this has already broadcast by the time you hear this, but you know, with the on-demand situation, mm-hmm. you can go back and watch this. Mm. Uh, there is on Disney XD uh, a cartoon. Uh, it's a Black Panther cartoon called uh, Marvel Avengers Black Panther's Quest, and it's been Black Panther-centric this season. Mm-hmm. It's quite good. Um, it is Stan's last animated cameo. Oh, I thought Spider-Verse would have been the last. Uh, his I cameo so hit me like his, a fucking ton of bricks. Oh, yeah. It was like... Perfect and mm-hmm. just like because I remember Jimmy saying that a couple of years ago that sometimes the Stanley cameos would kind of pull him out of the movies and we, we joked around about how we'd miss it when it was gone and then Spider Verse hits and there's animated Stan and, like, and you're glad it's there and, yeah. and, and, but what he said it was so perfect after losing it absolutely oh, yeah it's crazy it well, the timing this mm-hmm. one is just as good uh, oh, really? apparently uh, Lee will appear in a flashback set in the 1940s where he plays an army general. And uh, the reason it's significant is, is it's deliberately designed to reflect Lean, Lee's own, you know, Stan's soapbox about racism. Oh, they're sweet. they're going to quote Stan's oh. soapbox That's in so the script sorry. apparently, or they have. Yeah. Like I said, as this is broadcast, uh, and that soapbox column can be read it to you know on the internet. Just look it up. Uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, go and look for that. Nice. We're all sad we all now. Once again, so, well, let me so make much superhero shit. Let me make you happy with someone quoting comic books in another form. We're ready. Oh, oh I think God I know duh. where you're going with this. Mm, no, this is my girl. This, you're going to love this. Um, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. <laughs> oh my Man, God! Oh she my scares God. the shit out of old white dudes. Yes, sure does. Um, <laughs> now she's 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 been uh, elected, not me. Same. She's been elected to represent uh, where is it in New York? New York, uh, yeah. like Brooklyn and you know that. But Gotham. she's up. She's up on in Washington. She's up yeah. on the hill. She she's is, all up in Washington. She's shit. all up in Washington. <laughs> shit. Um, oh, never, she's she's scary. It she's says here, uh, never one to shy away from conversations about her politics. Ocasio Cortez responded to a tweet of the Political Report. Politico is a, a magazine that mm-hmm. that wonks read, and they were kind of critical of her. Yeah. 
saying that she should slow down a little bit. Yeah. You know, she doesn't. She's doing stuff weird here. She's obviously working she, too hard for a one hundred thousand dollar a year salary. Yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, <laughs> let's see. A, they don't know too many Latina people. Oh, yeah. Uh, and B, they don't know too many millennials yeah. because uh, there's two people you can't tell to slow down. I because. forgot about this podcast because I was at work on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but see, I I I loved her right away. But <laughs> now I love her even more that she did this. Oh, it's so. She tweeted out. To quote Alan Moore, mm-hmm. no, that's all you had to. That's all yeah. you had me right there. <laughs> to quote Alan Moore, none of you understand. I'm not locked up in here with you. You're locked up in here with me. Yeah. Well, goddamn, watch Dang. that yeah, fucking watch Rorschach. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Rorschach. Terrifying, like so terrifying. Uh, you know Jeez. where he is. Uh, you know, beating the shit out of a lot of his fellow inmates, yeah. mm-hmm. and they're carrying him away, and they're they're like, "You're dead, Rorschach. We're gonna get you." And he says. I'm not locked up in here with you. You're locked I, up I in love here with a me. And dudes. it's a great scene in the movie. Too. Oh, a couple yeah. of dudes on Twitter yesterday were just like, oh, so which one, of, which one of, their, of her staffers do you think wrote that? And I was like, no, uh, she did. No, nah, dude. Somebody, <laughs> somebody tweeted like a response to that, and they were like, I will never remember the transcendent moment. It was like directly after she won, where she took 45 minutes before her campaign speech to talk about Star Trek. Yeah. Like, yeah. she's not, she's not yep. faking it. She is an OG. Yep. Yeah, she's a geek. Straight up, yeah. Straight yeah. Well, geek. Did you see what she did today? What, what I that? guess, yeah, remember old Joe Lieberman? Yeah. Uh, who? Sore Loserman, you mean? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> Joe Lieberman's been talking shit on her. And she just tweeted in response. She goes, new party, who dis? Oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I've, 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 got this, I've got this thing, and it's, it's, uh, it's, it's from being a... She's from, savage as shit. It's from being a middle-aged, leaning towards old white man. I've come to this consideration. Uh, we're not going to be here much longer. Yeah, it's time but, to step but, aside. But you know what? These kids are fierce, and they've realized that the stakes are pretty fucking dire. And so maybe we should shut the fuck up. Maybe we should stop worrying about whether we have to transition from fossil fuels and the inconvenience because we've had decades to do it and we decided not to. Yeah. So all of these dumbass fuckers need to just step aside. And you know what? If the kid's fierce and if she's scaring you, good, you earned it. Yeah. yeah. And, and let me just say this about her. And people like Joe Lieberman who are trying to fucking dinosaur put her down and uh, things like that. Like tamper down. Tamper down. Let What's me the- just say this. She's a bartender from Brooklyn. So you're don't, not going to no. out smack talk. Not afraid of no. anything or anyone. <laughs> no. not a highly educated. Highly I was educated. a barista from Salt Lake City, and no, like I can still handle Joe Lieberman. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it just it just cracks me up that you know it's kind of like when they had the dude from Facebook come in to explain the internet to a bunch of fucking eighty year old oh, white I loved dudes. That. It's like you don't understand the internet, so why why does this guy have to explain shit to you like a four year old? Because your aides are the ones that figured it out. She knows it. She knows all of this shit, and yeah. she and she's. You talking about Android Zuckerberg? Yeah, Android Zuckerberg had to come <laughs> in and explain. <laughs> and who was the other poor guy that had to come talk to him about? Computers? Oh, some guy from uh, Google. Yeah, some guy from Google. It was like, one of the Google kinda, guys. Yeah. I kind of have this new revolutionary thing about uh, running for public office. If you can't figure out Twitter on your own. You can't run for office. I like yeah. that. Which means I can't run for office. I'm out because Twitter. <laughs> Twitter can come out. Twitter confuses the shit out of me. So. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, I, uh, I, I don't understand the TikTok. The TikTok. I've had right wingers screaming at me for weeks on Twitter, and I just found out yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. It's my favorite thing when Lee posts something and then immediately evacuates. Like he'll be like, he'll <laughs> he be like, and shuts yeah, it down. He'll Boom. post something and then he like hits the button and like flies out of Twitter. He's like, I'll be back in six weeks. Like, it's I've been, hilarious. I've been on Twitter four or five times a day. Yeah. For the last month. Have you? Well, it's yeah. part of your job. Well, yeah. part of my job. Yeah, now it's part yeah. of your job. Figure out Twitter, dumbass. I think I posted on Twitter thirteen times and I have like 5,000 followers. Jesus Christ. This guy. Jeez. I mostly retweet shit. 
Mostly. I, I need to do a little because, bit more of that. Because I have a radio show and a podcast where I can talk about my yeah. shit. I yeah, exactly. You, know. you have a place yeah. to put your feelings. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I had to stop the political shit on Twitter, though, because uh, I, I was... I was starting to get followed by game companies because of the other job. Mm. And I was like, okay, this is cool. Games Workshop's following me. Fuck you, asshole. Go eat another bucket of chicken, dill hole, blah, blah, blah. Oh, wait, that's not necessarily yeah. professional. Yeah. I have this one. <laughs> I don't let my coworkers follow me on social media if I can help it. Usually if I can block them, it's like a matter of speed. If yeah. I can block them before they add me so that they yeah. never have to see me. But there's one coworker named Kevin who I trust implicitly. Kevin. But Kevin is the only reason that I don't post heinous shit on Twitter anymore. Like I don't post like I posted pictures of my colonoscopy the last time I got it done. Wait, somebody last asked, time? So, How many times have you had it I've done? I've had seven colonoscopies. What? Um, Shoot I just had my first recently. Oh, uh, congratulations. Lord. That's seven we'll, months yeah. we'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But a uh, guy asked me for nudes on Twitter. He was like, shut up and show your face. So I sent him pictures of my colonoscopy. Nice. Yeah, but no, that's funny. Yeah. I, think, I think you misunderstood aspects. <laughs> yeah, aspects. <laughs> <laughs> the inside. See that ass? This is the oh most intimate ass pic you're ever going to see. <laughs> yeah. This is right. five miles up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'd like to thank Kevin for keeping me in line and not revealing my last colonoscopy. That is for private. That's for me. And my little boyfriend to enjoy. <laughs> little did you know he would ask for more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get some more of that? Yeah, You're like, seriously. You say for you and your boyfriend, honey. Yeah. Tonight we're gonna you know, open up a nice bottle of wine and and, and we're gonna look at the colonoscopy yeah, pictures. You know, so, just make sure that everything's wow. kosher. So uh, spooky yeah. Ted Cruz asked for more nudes. Oh man, that's, uh, I've started using that username on stuff where I don't want to be identified as a woman. Uh-huh. So I've started using Ted Cruz, and then I always use the zodiac symbol. <laughs> 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 Have you seen him with the beard? Yeah. Ugh. No, I, the, 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 absolute, the absolute best Twitter punchback on that was a lady who said, thanks for drying me up forever. <laughs> <laughs> I will never, ever, yeah, barred entry. Well, that's numbers. great. Wow. <laughs> what does it look like? I don't want to look at it. Oh, okay, imagine scratching. Eddie Munster, uh, but he, he accidentally put eyebrows on his chin. Yeah. 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 Ted Cruz, is, he's a weird looking guy. Oh, yeah. he's, he's, he's punchable. Yeah. Um, uh, games, and then we'll wrap this up. It is loading up. There are so many games. Uh, there's brand new games. The Gloom Spike Gits have been released for Warhammer Age of Sigmar. If you like goblins and really just weird, wacky shit, um, this is your army, especially when it comes down to the specialty dice. Uh, games Workshop has always released for the last year or two. They released specialty dice for the new range. So when they did the, uh, the, the Dampkin, the Sea Elves, they released these cool, watery-looking dice. The new uh, the new dice for the um, gloom spike gets they're made of rubber so they'll bounce all over the place. Oh, so we were playing with them last night at the game shop and you try to roll the dice but they bounce like a bouncy ball like they're all over the shop. Wow, so, sounds like it adds to the fun. It well it adds to the chaos. <laughs> I mean they play like the gloom spike gets play like they're random they bounce all is over he the place. Speaking and, English, right? I, don't I know, know, right? I'm speaking Games Workshop, which is a type of British English. Yeah, so <laughs> I can get behind that. that that's nice. that's that's some cool shit. Uh, games. I yeah, mean, we got. I mean, we're all still playing Red Dead Redemption right. too, but uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm still playing Fire Emblem Heroes. So. <laughs> still playing Pokemon Go. Uh, yeah. I'm playing Weeks. All my friends. Destiny Pokemon Two Go. is all I've been playing lately. Uh, yeah, fuck it, did you get Whisper? Uh, no, not yet. Oh, well, we'll talk later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. So this week we got uh, Onimusha Warlords comes out for all the consoles as well as the Switch and the PC. So Onimusha is a game by Capcom came out on the PS2 back right. in the day, and it was a really neat kind of. Uh, uh, Japanese feudal times horror game. Oh, okay. Pretty good. 
And right. so they they brought it up to a more modern graphics and re- yeah, you fight it. like creepy things with multiple heads yeah. and tentacles and stuff. It's real fun. It's just Sunday. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, exactly. And it's Sunday uh, for me. Fun sounds fact. like something Belial would like. Oh, right. Or per- fun fact about Onimusha Warlord: there was a bug in the development of that game where the the main character would swipe up with a sword, and you could juggle a bad guy in the air with yeah, a sword. Yeah. And before the development uh, finished, one of the de- devs said, that's really cool. We should make a game where you can do that. <laughs> and that spawned the creation of the Devil May Cry series. Oh, where you can juggle enemies that. in yeah. the air and do all kinds turn of stuff Turn your like sword that. into a giant <laughs> pair of scissors. Exactly. But you know, you normal it. things. Yeah, normal, yeah. Normal <laughs> things. Uh, let's see. Also, we have uh, something called Feudal Alloy. A bunch of... Uh, Indie games coming out for the Switch. So if you like to take a peek at the indie games, just check out their online store. And Can I just say something really fast? Yes. Um, the new Killer Queen game for the Switch should be out this month, mm-hmm. I believe. Killer Queen Black, or maybe it's already out. Um, but they have a Killer Queen machine at Quarters. So it's like a locally made... Well, not locally, sorry. It's, a, it's an indie game that they made into an arcade game. And Quarters is the only one in the state of Utah where it's like publicly available, and it is a blast. The game mechanics are really simple. Oh, yeah. It's so much fun. You can get it on the Switch. You should try it on the Switch and then go down to Quarters. They uh, they and told play me, it. they told me that it's just like their most popular game. Oh, it oh, is, cool. and they have a quarter like they have a league where people make suits of armor for their like for their like um, teams where they compete and stuff. It's really <laughs> cool. Yeah. And two more games to mention if you like Fighter Jets Ace Combat Seven is out Ooh. for PlayStation Four and Xbox. So if you want to, you know. Fly them jets around. I want to be a jet when I grow Shoot up. things. Unless, unless them jets are turning into big robots, I don't care. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is okay. legitimate. There you go. And then conspiring um, with the bad guys again. There's a, a semi-old game series they're bringing back called No More Heroes, which is a very stylized uh, game on the GameCube, I believe. Mm. It's getting a sequel randomly called Travis Strikes Again. So Travis, Travis. Yeah, yeah, he's striking again. He's fucking. And ready. that's that's all the games. I liked my GameCube. Did you have a GameCube? You know I still got one. Oh, it's, nice. It, I loved it. Is it GameCube. in the time closet? Yeah, it's in the, the, yeah. the Star Wars games were really good. IGN did a test of which uh, games were like the most durable, or game consoles were the most durable, and they threw them all off of a roof, and oh. the GameCube worked perfectly. Like, not, multiple what, what times. Not the, surprising. They yeah. built that thing with a handle, so you could yeah. carry it to places. What about the Atari so Jaguar? Oh, that thing... Jaguar. Jaguar. That Jaguar. thing. That thing flopped before it hit the ground. No, it was. They they, it, they, they, it bankrupted Atari. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah, and it was actually a really good console. That's too bad. They didn't have any devs behind it. But was 400, the problem. 400 bucks in 1992 is a lot of money to yes, spend for a console. Yes, it was. Now we talked about your Kickstarter, Chad. Is there anything else that uh, folks need to be aware of? Oh, I had someone specifically ask about uh, you doing uh, artwork for them, commissions. Oh. Oh, uh, do you still do that? I I do, I do, but I try and I try and keep that to at conventions, and and I can see why uh, that might be a little hard in Salt Lake. But I will be at a Wasatch Con in April. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be available then. Um, what else do I have going on? There's other things in Utah that I'll I'll be at. Dude, you've got 173 backers. Thank you on yeah. your Kickstarter. Cool. Really? So nice. you're 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 at 50 percent over goal now. Nice. That's so awesome. not not to try to make you puke your pants or anything. But. Well, that passed. Well, as soon as it funded, I was <laughs> yeah. like, okay, I can breathe. I can <laughs> calm yeah. down. No, I this can... is awesome. So you're you're literally doing this to kickstart independent comics. Yeah, and that's and that's and that's how you have to do it today, guys. Yeah. You have yeah. to do it today. Well, I know Things this from the game changed. industry. Like the entire game industry has completely uh, been crowdsourced, foobarred by yeah. by Kickstarter because if you don't kickstart a game. So game star game stores don't get to release games anymore yeah. because they've already been kickstarted. So you have to wait for the supplements to come out. But this yeah. is this is cool. Well, but it's it's the same with Diamond. I mean, it used to be you know mm-hmm. the the days of Peter Eastman and Kevin Laird 
you know, borrowing 500 bucks and, and, you know, soliciting their comics nationally through Diamond or, right. you know, or uh, what was the other one? Capital City. Yeah. You know, it's, those days are gone. You know, I mean, I, you know, so this is the way if you're doing the independence. One of the reasons why I'm doing this is show my students like, hey, right. you know, hey, this is h- how you do it now. The only guys I see that are doing a different, a different program from this now are the people behind Atomic Robo. Because for some reason they do the comic for free and then somehow manage IDW says, okay, we're going to go ahead and collect the, the 22 pages and make a comic out of this. Yeah. But somehow they make money doing that. I don't know how, <laughs> but there's no giant Kickstarter campaign behind it. But this, right. this is fantastic. I'm happy to see your, your uh, campaign's going really, really well. Thank cool. you, everyone, for supporting it. I Hopefully you'll it. have more after this uh, is released. Yeah, I, Lee, just, Lee and I have a recommendation. Oh, fuck yeah, we do. Oh. Uh, okay, before. but I was wrong because I said it was the best TV in two years, and I I realized that Killing Eve's fantastic TV, and I also realized that the marvelous Mrs. Maisel is fantastic TV. Yes, but, but this is just a damn good show. Um, genre it's, TV. It's on Sci-Fi. Uh, it's based on oh. Rick Remender's comic book series. He he wrote the. He's the showrunner. He's the showrunner, and he wrote the first and um, the pilot. Pilot. And the Russo brothers are the executive producers. Yeah, it's called uh, Deadly Class. Oh my god, it's so and good. holy shit, it is so good. This is you want I, animated psychopaths. Well, this is how I would describe it. Imagine Harry Potter, teenage Harry Potter, uh, and it's set in the eighties, and uh, like instead 80, of, it's nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, instead of going to. Um, wizard school, he's going to assassin school. And, um, and it's got and, the best fucking deep dive new wave and punk rock 80s soundtrack yeah, right, right you will mind. ever fucking hear. It's it's the year Depeche Mode's album, best album came out. Um, uh, I can't remember the name of the actor, but the guy who played Wong from Doctor Strange is the leader. The headmaster. The headmaster oh, yeah, of the school. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the opening shot of the of the show is him just busting a lady across the face for ooh. passing notes in the class. And she's... No way. And she's into it. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, it, it it's just oh, beautifully shit. shot and... Rollins is their poison teacher. Yeah, Henry Rollins. <laughs> I thought... I saw a screenshot. I was like, is that yeah. Henry Rollins? Oh, my oh, God. By the way, it made me feel old as fuck. <laughs> yeah, because Rollins is... He's no. old as fuck. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It is so fucking good. And well written, just beautifully shot. I realized when the Shannon acting I, is great. We were we were texting about it last night. I realized I'm literally the age of the main character because <laughs> he's like 17 when the sh- or 19 when the show takes yeah. place. Uh, if you hated Reagan in 1989 as I much did. as I did, yeah, I this did. is your show. Oh, oh, a whole year after I was born. No, because he literally <laughs> says because your mission your mission that gets given to you is to, to you have assassin. to kill somebody and prove it. You have to kill somebody kill somebody who deserves it and Wait, are you prove talking it. About Skyrim. Yeah. Okay. And he sits back and he says, "Oh, I'm going to kill the guy who ruined my life, Ronald Reagan." <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Holy and it's shit. just I, oh, and I Reagan's can't. in it. Benedict yeah. Benedict Wong is Benedict the guy. Wong. He's so fucking good. So this is how you joined the Dark Brotherhood, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> they know what well, you did. Well, first you have to liberate an orphanage. <laughs> right. yeah. And you can get all of sci-fi stuff free like off their sci-fi app. And, oh. the, and the crazy thing is, I don't think there's fucking ads. There's not ads. Really? Are they making any money? I don't know. They're they're hoping that you'll uh, send them dollars. <laughs> I, I haven't. I <laughs> haven't like been us dollars. You know? me, I haven't been me. this excited about a show in a very long time. It's really. so good. It's really really good. It's so good. And it's a multicultural cast. Uh, just just really like the assassins are neat. Like yeah. you're watching them, you're going, okay, what? There's a there's a guy that reminds me of Evil Ed from the um, Fright Night movie. Uh-huh. The kid like, with the mohawk. Yeah, the punk rock kid. I that, always, gets, that gets his hand broken in the in the. Uh, can I tell you honestly, Lee? I was watching that show and 
I went to high school with Lee. Yeah. And I was like, um, I think I'm that lead guy, and Lee is the Mohawk guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I totally poisoned In high that, school. Dude. All right. Sounds so right up my alley. Deadly classes. Fantastic. It it is fucking fantastic. Sounds great. Yeah. It's so good. I well, I've only to... seen one episode, but I I I haven't seen a pilot. Get you fired up like that. Like I think since like Breaking Bad. Yeah. Like honestly. That's wow. a good pilot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. Yep. Well, Mr. B, if you would please. Ah, uh, that's poor ham. It doesn't have any ass at all. 